All right, friends, I think we can get started. Welcome to Obsessions with Julia Gray, where we talk about the pop culture we love and what it says about us. Tonight, we have a few guests, some friends of mine. Joining me is Basil Lee, Drew Haskins, and Danny Konstanovich. Danny is my friend, and I had to have him text me a voice recording of how to say his last name, so I think I, I, think I got it. Basil is a co-host of the podcast Dear and Baby and a beloved poet. Drew is the host of the podcast Crisis Twink and a writer at culturepig.substack.com. Write that down. And Danny is a writer covering tech and games. So I'm going to invite them to speak in just a moment. Drew? Okay, yeah. Hey! (laughs) Okay, I'm inviting Basil. And hello! Hello! Wow. Okay, Danny, did you get the... Okay, wow. I did, hello. Hello, hello. How's everyone doing tonight? Doing good. Amazing. I Absolutely. So I asked everyone to come in with a, a drink in hand, because we're going to be playing some drinking games. But first, I want everyone to go around and say what your pop culture obsession is, either like obsession of the moment or lifelong pop culture obsession. So... Nice little warm-up. Drew, do you want to start? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I picked a current pop culture obsession. My current favorite thing in the world, honestly, is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, my gosh. Look, it's been terrible for six years now, just about. But this season is a resurgence in every single way, mostly due to the addition of... Paris Hilton's mom, Kathy Hilton, who is, like, a David Lynchian creation. Unbelievable television. I have long said that Real Housewives is a Lynchian experiment. I feel like if you watch the early seasons, it is just batshit insane. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's so blue velvet and how it just mines every single aspect of these women's domestic lives for every bit of their darkness like it's truly fascinating to watch (laughs) and now it's like i think all reality tv has sort of mutated in like social media ages to be a lot more self-aware and less authentic and i mean less fun but the show's really leaned into the humor this year to like weirdly very good effect and you would you would think it wouldn't be because when reality TV gets self-aware, I feel like that's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, we, you and I have talked a lot about Vanderpump Rules, which is, yes. I think, our collective Bravo show of choice. Like, that show has become borderline unwatchable as these people get older and, like, more in tune with what the fans are saying. And I think they just have more producing power over their narratives, so... Yeah, like the magic, like the batshit magic from those early seasons is more or less gone now. But I mean, hopefully that can return to like all it takes is one new cast member to shake things up as as, like I've seen on Beverly Hills this season to like completely revitalize a franchise. And you think Kathy Hilton did that? Oh, absolutely. She thinks hunky dory is a real person like i don't know how to about that (laughs) yeah i don't know how to contextualize that better for other people but like that's something she thinks genuinely and she brings that energy to basically everything she says oh my god well we have some hilton news later on in the show um but if we can we can get back to housewives a little later but if uh Basil or Danny wants to pop in with their obsessions. Go ahead. I give you the floor. I'll go next. Um, Hello, everybody. I am Basil. And my pop culture obsession is Shark Week. Um, I... Hi, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) I am am reading the chat, everybody. Don't worry. Um, (laughs) I have... um, Really, I have loved Shark Week for about as long as Drew has loved um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and watched it with just as much um, 
like interest and David Dobrik is on an episode this year and it I just was gonna I was gonna talk about that like the stars that they have brought on this year are honestly like batshit crazy like they've got (laughs) Steve Irwin's son who sees a great white shark for the first time in his life and that is like the highlight of the episode they've got Tiffany Haddish they've got fucking um who's the big country Brad Paisley (laughs) That's one of them? I That's think. one of them. They all have the same name, I'm convinced. Um, Wait, there are episodes of Shark Week? It's not just a week with, like, filled with shark content? But is it a show? Shark Week is, like, like the, um, no, there aren't episodes of Shark Week. These are, like, different, these are different one-off programs that were made specifically for Shark Week. Um, and as it is currently Shark Week, um, I, I... I had to talk about it. Danny, do you want to pop in with your obsession or uh, maybe some notes on Shark Week? Some notes on Shark Week. I'm also <laughs> surprised to learn about the format. I used to think it was like just a week of recycled shark content. And I remember feeling like I should be excited about it when I was in high school like, it was a big deal, and all my friends cared a lot about Shark Week, and I was like, yeah, Shark Week, and then I wouldn't watch any of it. But if uh, David Dobrik, you know, my favorite uh, unproblematic <laughs> influencer is going to be on <laughs> maybe I should check it out this year. Maybe he'll get eaten by one of the sharks. I love that, like, this is his comeback. He's oh, my God. Week. That's the only thing. Is it on and Discovery Channel? Discovery wait a minute, Channel, let like me check. It's actually a Discovery <laughs> Plus exclusive, so you oh, can only watch it. You can only watch it streaming. Oh, wow. Really? He's going he's gonna to sacrifice himself to cancel culture by feeding himself to a shark. Well, you know That's how the that only story? way. You know how there was that story of how he, like, paid an old woman like actress to that he would help across the street to like improve his I image just, during a rolling stone I profile. I just read that a couple minutes ago. Oh my god. <laughs> like what that, what is the shark week equivalent of that? Like what what's the shark equivalent of helping an old lady across the street? Lady out of the mouth of a couple shark. Of, oh, yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's what he's gonna do. It's gonna be totally natural and <laughs> Alright Danny, what's your obsession? Oh and, so, and your drink of choice and obsession, and then okay. he'll, he'll tell me. I am having a glass of wine right now. Um, nice. Even though we're not doing our, our drinking game, I'm, I'm sipping at it, so hopefully I'm not breaking the rules. Um, but my pop culture obsession at the moment is, I don't know, maybe like not even extremely pop culture but I've been getting really into uh, fighting games lately, like, I don't know, Street Fighter and things like that. And I recently spent a bunch of money on this, like, mini arcade stick thing like you know how those arcade cabinets like with the little buttons and joysticks on them like imagine the top of it kind of cut out do they pl- does it plug it into your, your tv it plugs into your tv your computer or whatever and you just that like is play so with cute. it that is cool. um and i yeah and it's very like clacky the buttons are very loud like i don't know if you can hear me hitting it right now so we absolutely can very very clearly it appeals to my my um, monkey brain and just like hit button, feel good. So uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. That's my obsession right now. I love that. That um, is so fun. I had one of those when I was like seven years old. Are we allowed to be be gabbing during this? Is that is that fun? No, there's actually no gabbing allowed. You must stay completely silent unless I <laughs> sorry. Call you not, so I'm sorry you for gabbing. The contract. <laughs> no, no, no gabbing contract before this. Yeah. Gab- gabbing is mandatory. And uh, wait, tell me tell me what you're drinking. I'm actually drinking, so I am drinking a grapefruit spindrift. Um, wow. Yes, because I put half of it into my gin and tonic and spindrift that I'm drinking. And then the other half I'm drinking now because I'm following the rules and not drinking my drink before the game. Oh, Thank shit. Thank you so okay. much. Thank you so Sorry, much. Sorry, I, I haven't had a sip. I haven't touched it. I've never even looked at my glass. <laughs> Drew, what are you drinking? Um, I just moved to Chicago and everyone here drinks beer exclusively, so I'm doing as the locals do, and I am drinking a beer right now. When in a Rome. fruity sour from a local brewery. Okay, for you, you must locals keep it local. out there. Tell us why you're in Chicago. Oh yeah. Um I just moved for grad school. So I've been in LA for the past four years 
working in music business. um, And now I am pivoting to being a full-time student slash podcaster slash writer slash unemployed person, which is a like quadruple whammy. That is the most important (laughs) things you can be. That is so so funny. What are you going to grad school for? Can I ask? Yeah, I'm going for social policy and media studies. So working for like artist compensation and like creative tools for like, um, or financial tools for like creatives and artists. That is so fun. None of us have any financial tools. Yeah, (laughs) I don't have any financial tools either. I cannot wait to find out what you learn. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Spotify needs to hire you to give creators financial tools. And Spotify is listening. Yes, I know. I'm like, I'm like looking to see like where the bug is in my room, but I realize it's literally just my phone right now. Um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, obviously like the payout for artists is so terrible. So, um, trying to create like a more equitable system and then like working with like tech and entertainment conglomerates to create a more like, uh, or like a less nepotism filled system for like actually signing artists and developing creative talent damn damn that's awesome okay drew is doing the work Annie, what are you doing say, i'm just kidding drew's a hero among us trying to get us paid guys i think it's time i think it's time for our first game ding 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 okay okay so this is a game where i will give you a pop culture news headline from the past week and you have to tell me if it's real or if it's fake and if you're wrong you drink and if it's right you you sip uh, gingerly. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, you ready? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, Jason just asked if you can play along at home, and yes, you can play along at home. Okay, so first headline. Megan Fox says drinking ayahuasca with Machine Gun Kelly sent her to hell for, in- <laughs> hell for eternity. Hell for eternity? Yes. Yeah. Oh my if, God. if anyone needs it repeated, please speak now um, in the chat or otherwise. That's please, Megan please Fox. Repeat. I just want yeah. to hear you say it again. <laughs> Megan Fox says drinking ayahuasca with Machine Gun Kelly sent her to hell for eternity. I'm gonna say, <laughs> can I answer? That's true. Okay. Drew, yeah, Danny. I I I'm pretty sure it's true. This sounds very new, Megan, for sure. It has to be true. Okay, you are all right and permitted to sip. Oh, incredible. <laughs> Megan, Thank you. Megan's quote, quote is, we did it for three nights. It was incredibly intense. Everybody's journey is different. The second night, I went to hell for eternity. Just knowing, etern- just knowing eternity is torture in itself because there's no beginning, middle, or end. So you have a real ego death. So I'm, I'm so happy for Megan here. I think wow. she's... I think she's really coming into herself with... Megan like, Fox literally had an ego death and then did it again the next night. I know. Like, <laughs> she is like... Three nights! They she <laughs> is the hardcore Angelina Jolie like equivalent that we need in 2021. Mm-hmm. Like, that I love... Yes. yes, totally agree. I feel like MGK unlocked her somehow. I don't know how to articulate that any better. But I completely like, agree with yeah. you. Yeah, I... Machine Gun Kelly just looks like... Just like he jumped out of a pool at all times. He just looks kind of moist to me. Yeah. And Pete Davidson <laughs> unlocked MGK. And Ariana Grande Whoa. unlocked Pete Davidson. Whoa. And I And I stand by that. I think we can thank Ariana Grande. Thank you, Ari. If you're listening. <laughs> so this next, the next headline. Paris Hilton, who once famously made dinner with an iron, has her own Netflix cooking show. Can I sidebar with my teammates or are we playing against each other? Um, you can sidebar, you can sidebar. Okay, okay, okay let's, let's Danny huddle. and Drew, huddle up. Okay, um, okay. I, think, uh-huh. I think cooking food on an iron sounds, like, too crafty for Paris Hilton. However, I mean her do cooking videos. I have seen cooking videos that Paris Hilton has made. Oh, shit. She, like, she, ever she cook makes on spaghetti, iron? but I don't know if that's enough for a show. I also famously make spaghetti. I don't know if people know this, but... Well, you you, it, you are famous for it. Uh, well, yeah, I just make a lot of it. This is a fruitful thing. <laughs> okay, time. <laughs> I say true. I I think it's true. Also, I, I'm gonna say false for this one. Danny Basil, you may sit. 
Drew, you must you must take a bigger sip. Okay. <laughs> I'll take because, because that is a that is a true headline. And it premieres on August fourth. I can't wait to watch it. I love I know, her. I really love her. Wait, yeah, is she's... this too nitty gritty? I think is she, we do we all know that she's gay? Or do or do we all think she's gay? I I did not know that, but that I have no makes idea. I that's a, I think that's that she's gay. Wild to me. Wow. We can, can talk about that later. For a second. I, I want to second where, about where, how we. Where's the proof? Um. Okay, the way that she. Okay, I'm not saying that this is definitely gay behavior, but if you look <laughs> at every other classmate of hers at the scary abusive boarding schools that she went to, they're all mm-hmm. gay. First of all. Second of all, like her best friends, all total gays. Second of all, just like her in the in the documentary about her life, they her family really lays into the details about how she basically acted like a boy for her entire Whoa. youth, Basil. which is typical young gay girl shit. Third, she's like never held down a boyfriend. Okay, next and that's question. why I think she's Basil, gay. Would you hook up with? Paris Hilton. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's very that's radical and subversive, but okay. <clears throat> oh, I just, I'm, I'm I just, just kidding. She's my ginger sip. <clears throat> She's very hot, and I also think that she is smarter than me. Wow. I, I and do... that's what's radical and subversive about it is me fucking somebody who's smarter than me. Can I curse I mean, on the show? She she got her own cooking show and doesn't know how to cook, so I think. She's got a leg up on all of us. Okay, the next headline. Another day, another dollar. Demi Moore, 58, shows off her sexy six-pack and throws shade at ex-husband Ashton Kutcher in a sponsored Instagram post for vegan laxatives. Vegan laxatives? Are laxatives not vegan? Why wouldn't they be vegan? It's weird what is and isn't vegan, though. Like, I just bought a bottle of wine the other night that had, oh, it's vegan on the label. And I was like, since when is wine not vegan? That's an amazing question. Guys, what do you think? Uh, hmm. Is Demi throwing shade at Ashton in the sponsored post for vegan laxatives? I think I what's be- really getting me is another day, another dollar. Like that's <laughs> what what the real realness of this hinges on. I feel like no, this is like, like a verbatim Daily Mail headline, so I'm gonna go with true. And I do know that I, she actually hates him, so like this all tracks <laughs> to me. I am also gonna say true. I'm doing true, true, true. Well, I know for a fact that uh, Demi Moore hates vegan laxatives, so I'm gonna go false. Okay, all of your instincts are spot on. It is Daily Mail, and it is false, but it's based on a true headline that I will now read. Um, Jason said in the chat, one, two, what do you say? One, too many qualifiers, but this, the real headline has even more qualifiers. I'll read it right now. Oh my god. Another day in paradise. Demi Moore, 58, puts her incredible figure on display in an Andy swim bikini while in Greece as the siren continues to plug the brand she has invested in. Jesus. The that siren. Headline, that headline's the got siren. for SEO. That's a full article. <laughs> there's no, nothing that, like there's All nothing Daily Mail headlines are like that, and they all have their own, like, jargon. It's just, it's, they deserve, like, a Pulitzer, honestly, like, it's for headline <laughs> writing. It's unbelievable what they do over there. <laughs> They're really raising the bar. We have- so since we were all wrong, do we all sip gingerly or do we all take a big swig? I, who, wait, you were, yeah, no, you were, I guess you were all wrong. Did you all say the same thing? Everyone well, just take, take a, take a nice long drink because nice. we had a good, trap we had a good about it. You let us into a trap. I did nothing. <laughs> I'm just playing the game. Okay, this next headline. Meet Phantom, the massive seven-foot-tall horse with a human wife. <laughs> Wait, can you say mm. that again? <laughs> Meet, uh, I'll say it again. Meet Phantom, the massive seven-foot-tall horse with a human wife. Okay, you see shit wow, like this all horse. the time. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? This has got to be real. This is a hundred percent real. I feel like I recently retweeted something that was like, "This ti- this <laughs> tiny bunny is obsessed with his gigantic girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I can already see the now this 
Twitter video about the Okay. All right. Is everyone's answers final? Are everyone's answers final? I say true. I'm going to say false because I feel like his name isn't Phantom. <laughs> Danny? Phantom. Oh, I think it's true. It's real. <gasps> okay. You guys are all so close. The re- that is, it's that a, is it was a trick question. Another it is a trick. trick question. Because the real headline is Meet Phantom, the massive seven foot tall horse going viral on TikTok. So he does not have a human wife, but he is going viral on TikTok. Okay. Human wife. Wow. Which is just as good. And then the last one is Britney Spears dresses as a sexy maid and makes tongue in cheek references to her to her claims. Staff had their nails done while she was banned from beauty treatments by her conservators. This is dark. Oh, I was debating that. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to stop right there. This will be the final one because it is real and sad. Oh, really? (laughs) That is sad. It would be real because people would be outraged if it happened. I just also (laughs) want to point out how the headline says, Britney Spears dresses as a sexy maid and like that's what they lead with. Wait, what? I'll I'll read it one more time and then we'll get into Britney news. Britney Spears dresses as a sexy maid and makes tongue-in-cheek reference to her claims staff had their nails done while she was banned from beauty tre- treatments by her conservators. I think I'm saying conservators. Conservators. Wow, talk about the yeah. lead. I think Yeah. Right. Well, it's just such a weird story to grab from the Britney news that she, that she's making references to her staff getting their nails done while yeah. wearing a sexy maid outfit. Yeah. And it's tongue in cheek as if it's a super fun, funny. Well, uh, what a, what a dark note to end on, but an update <laughs> on that is earlier today, Britney was approved to hire her own lawyer for her conservatorship case. A win so, for Britney. Matthew, Yes, yep. let's yeah. go. Free Brittany. This is a free Brittany room. Um, her new attorney, Matthew Rosengart, vowed to immediately begin working on a petition to terminate her conservatorship after over 13 years. So Damn. let's let's all put a prayer in the chat for Brittany. Yeah, I cannot wait to read the book that he inevitably is going to write. Oh, my gosh. Yes. What do we think it's going to be called? Uh, freeing, okay. freeing Britney. It'll be, I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. free, freeing Britney. Free Britney colon like an impossible tale. Oh my yeah, god! Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. It won't be. It won't be that obvious. It'll be like Britney freed an impossible tale. Like they'll flip it just a <laughs> yeah. little bit. Yeah. Seem clever. <laughs> I so, love an impossible tale. This guy's interesting in that he <laughs> also handles a lot of Madonna's like personal court stuff. Like I think he did her custody battle. He's oh done gosh. some, like, civil suits that she's been involved in recently. And allegedly, she is paying his fees <laughs> wow. for the Britney stuff. Damn. Which so I think is interesting. So he's, Madonna. like, he's used to, like, celebrity stuff, though. Like, I think that other guy was kind of a chump. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Imagine I going mean... to law school and being like, I'm going to be a celeb lawyer. Maybe you just fall into it because you're very good at being a lawyer. Hmm. Yeah, he's one of the best lawyers. I guess so. Imagine Shall going to move? law school and being like, I'm going to be a Trump lawyer for Britney Wait, Spears. Imagine, <laughs> imagine going to law school and saying, I'm going to free Britney. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, oh, I'm sure, like, Britney this story. case has in- inspired a generation of kids to go. Oh, like, wow. That Someone needs to look into that. Do you think kids are, like, old enough to ki- to care about the Britney Spears conservatorship? Who do you think is the youngest person? How old do you think the youngest person is who cares about the Britney conservatorship? I feel like 16, hmm. maybe. I feel like, like, maximum, like, I feel like 20. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like, like Britney probably has young fans. I think they she has young fans as, like, a cultural figure, but, like, maybe not, like, people who are invested enough to, like, I, in like Free Britney is like a human interest story, I guess. That sounds really dark, but like. No, it's true. It, there is like a lot of legalese here that I think is kind of off putting for people. But I also yeah. think that teens love, like, like Gen Z loves being 
like knowing about this sort of thing. Is that such a hilarious thing of me to say? Kids care. Well, there Kids is care. like a conspiracy element a to point. it too. Yeah, I think that I think that um, I don't I don't remember who made the point, but I think that it's the reverse that like sixteen year olds probably are on the free Britney stuff because it's like a disability rights thing, and and they have no idea who she is. That no? makes no, no. That makes a lot of sense to me. I feel like it is. I I'm not on TikTok, but I feel like it's probably a big conversation on TikTok. You know, like they they point to the text and it says like "Free Britney," and then like "Here's why you should care." Right. Then, oh my god. Yes. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> wow. You might as well be on TikTok. I, I know all the I know all the tropes, but um, only because it it bleeds over into Twitter, which is my preferred. Uh, uh, brain melting app. Yeah. <laughs> you I recently go got back on, on Twitter. Twitter. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Twitter, that is. I mean, maybe not, but I, I feel like I've curated my feed enough that it doesn't harm me, but, you know, who knows? I'll, I'll know in 10 years. Okay, I have one more question that is unrelated to the show, which is when did Twitter have developed the stories function? Because I was off Twitter for, I'm going to say, six months, and somewhere in the past six months, they decided that they wanted to get on, get in on stories. Jason Siegel it's, says they are, oh, they're getting yeah, rid of it. Today. Thank God. Yeah. Because, then, I, yeah, yeah. because oh. I got on. Oh my God. That is That's so, so funny. funny. I thought you were bringing it up because you knew that they had gotten Wait, rid of it. No. That is so funny. No, I didn't know. I'm so happy. I got in just in time for them to get rid of it. Cause it is so stupid. It's so, it's called <laughs> so stupid. It's very dumb. Excuse me. It's called what? Fleets, like, no, like no, yeah. no, 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 I mean, it, it's over because it's, because it didn't work. I, I've never made a fleet in my life and now I never will. Oh, thank God. Yeah. And you know imagine what? debasing yourself to that extent. <laughs> um, guys, I, are, I, are I we... fleeted one time. What, it, what was it? it? What was it? I honestly don't even remember. It was probably something stupid like, lol, what's a fleet? You know, like, which I was definitely, you know, the only person to make that joke. Um, <laughs> and I'm so sad that it's gone. My life is ruined. I feel really I, bad for you. Fleet is so, also <laughs> such like a military. It's so warly. <laughs> so, that's so, like, fleet. Uh, uh, so weird. Like, just call it like a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter bullets. We're we're like a, a few years off from that. Okay, do we want to play the next game? Yes, yes, yes. 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 Okay, let's and do it, guys. If anyone ever wants to talk in in the in the room, please just send me a request, and we'll we'll invite you on stage. Um, this this next game is called "What Is Boss Baby Two." Now in theaters and streaming oh, on Paramount Plus about. So in this segment, <laughs> we try to figure out what Fox Baby is about. <laughs> okay, Basil. This is an impossible this. task. I hope Basil, Basil has to go first, I think. Okay, yeah. so. This is so funny. So, I'm sorry, Julia, you go ahead. Oh, please, please. Well, I, I'm going to play you like tiny clips from the trailer that won't get Spotify in trouble. Uh, like, you know, ten second little blip. <laughs> but um, if you if you guys have initial thoughts what on what Boss Baby Two might be about, then please share them before I go into the clips. I have a theory that I mean I don't I don't know what Boss you know we all know where Boss Baby One left off, so I think Boss Baby Two is going to pick up exactly at the cliffhanger. <laughs> Do we all know that? <laughs> I no, I don't I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's gonna be some like girl boss baby thing. It's gonna be boss baby learns to share uh bosshood with uh wow. a boss baby that is a girl and it's gonna be so sweet and um everyone's gonna walk out of that theater experiencing joy wow. and uh hating yeah. uh sexism. The first Biden era film. Truly That's so beautiful. <laughs> Boss Baby is the Biden origin story somehow. Okay, I love these series. Are I we... I do have a question just before we get into this. Of like course. the nature of the Boss Baby has always eluded me. If someone in the chat could also like confirm this, it is my understanding 
that there he is not just the only boss baby like there are other boss babies how does that work that's a good that question that is an, also, another amazing question i, f- I feel like they all unionize or whatever like oh they don't unionize. there's no they way quash, they unionized they, they quash the unions they yeah they, they are union busters i meant maybe like conspire is the word i was looking for like where so there's like a corporation that like churns out boss babies factory this is an impossible question i'm sorry i'm asking no i think they're on the right track i think there there is a corporation that employs babies i think that uh, but i have no what's the corporation called do you think (laughs) well i think we might even find out oh Oh, no let's listen to that clip okay so we're gonna start with uh the first 20 seconds of the trailer are you ready who must be different i hope you guys can hear it let's let's try the truth is, my baby brother Ted, all he cares about is work. But he always remembers to send inappropriately lavish gifts on special occasions. Did everyone? Did I just hear a gunshot? Oh my god! Holy shit! They gave Boss Baby a gun for the sequel. <laughs> okay, so judging by those twenty seconds, what 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 are we thinking? Oh my god! <sighs> well, the boss baby does not have a healthy work like balance. That much is clear. <laughs> that is, I mean, I think the boss baby is nine to five, no lunch break. Maybe even seven a.m. to two a.m. Like a lot of finance people, I yeah. know. Whoa. Yeah, or it's like six to eight. Like, it's like just over the border of normalcy to to be unhealthy. Whoa, no, eight to six. Eight to six. Eight to six. No, that's more like it. I I think my uh, female boss baby theories is seeming pretty likely right now. Since Who's Uncle an, an adult. Ted? Did it say Uncle Ted? I you guys heard things I didn't hear. I think boss baby appears differently to each person that beholds him. <laughs> boss baby is deaf. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, that's inclusive, though. I don't under like is Uncle Ted. He is not the boss baby, though. He's the enemy. <laughs> we don't know. Okay. The amazing, the amazing thing about this game is there are no winners or losers because I also don't know what Boss Baby Two is about. Well, I see subway ads for it, and I know that there are baby ninjas that try and fight slash maybe kill the boss baby. Uh, that is actually that, what I was real thinking about is I am currently in the suburbs in my parents' house and I have no um, constant – there's like no constant advertisements playing in my <laughs> built environment. And so I know – I'm so grateful that I live in New York City and so that I can experience – animated advertisements for boss baby Two in <laughs> during my commute so i can know that ninjas are involved <laughs> it's a it's a bleak uh existence <laughs> okay are we are we ready for the for the next one yes I, I love that we're not even going to answer the question i prefer it that way honestly i don't know how to answer <laughs> this the is question. a working this is a working um a working description of what Boss Baby might be. We're writing but, the next Boss Baby right now. Exactly. Boss Baby 3, Girl Boss Baby. So Hell yeah. Here, here is a, here's a quote. This formula gives you a second chance at childhood. <gasps> oh, so it's like a, like a nutty Wait, professor is... kind of situation? Wait, Boss Baby must grow up. <laughs> and wants <laughs> to be Boss Baby again. He stays young forever. <laughs> Or okay. he wants to. He grew up. They're adults at the beginning of this movie. They he grew up, and now he wants to become the boss baby. Oh now. yes, and or he what takes if it's it. like, you know how there were like all these movies when we were when we were growing up that, of like dads who like turned into like the family dog or whatever. Yeah, what yeah, if yeah. That's yeah. like boss baby, except it's just like a grown dude who turned into a baby. Like thirteen going on thirty, except it's like thirty we're in going reverse. On Six See, months. like a Benjamin little, Button boss baby. <laughs> the little I know about boss baby, I do know that we are on the right track. 
Wait, you really? Is it really that a guy turns like in a grown ass man turns into a baby? This is like maybe I'll watch this now. But he wants to turn into a baby. He. I'm gonna play the next clip. Okay. Okay. But you can't turn back time, can you? Easy breezy, taco easy boy. She can talk. Oh, wow. Wait. Did everyone hear that? Somebody in the chat <laughs> earlier said, is there a time travel element? And I thought it was just like a really far reach, but they might have been right. I, I think, so I think there might be a time travel element. But I mean, as as the baby mentioned earlier, this formula gives you a second chance at childhood. So I don't know if it's as much uh, time travel Whoa. as it is uh, a formula that gives you a second chance at childhood, as the baby said. Like a honey, I shrunk the kids kind of. Yes, thing. I think Lo- Lauren said that in the chat. I are are you in the same room? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I th- okay. Wait. Another quote. Another quote. Let's see. Childhood doesn't last forever, but family sure does. Um, is this, this, is, well, this, is the, this is a statement from the HR department of the company Boss Baby Runs. <laughs> I feel like the Boss Baby Company would not say something about family time or family values. I feel like the Boss Baby Company is very much like, you live at work, like, this is your work wife, like, have at it. Yeah, but yeah. HR has to pretend that... Uh, family diversity equity and inclusion are all important to the company you don't need a union we're a family here exactly we have have uncle (laughs) uncle ted or whoever yeah we all have our uncle ted that's the ceo when okay so according to sarahscoop.com top 10 quote from the boss baby family oh the movie is called the boss baby family business by the way um so that's another clue but she says, after this quote, Ted's youngest daughter, Tina, also works for Baby Corp. Baby However, Corp. Baby Corp. Baby Corp, yes. Wait, wait. And, what? Okay. No, no, I, 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 I just, my, I'm crying blood, so I don't know if you hear that. Really odd, but. However, her main mission is reuniting with her father, Tim, reuniting her father, Tim, with her uncle, Ted. So a a big part of my confusion here is the similar names. We have Tim, Ted, and Tina, which I know they thought they were doing something cute, but... Um, it was a after, mistake. It was a mistake after reading zero things about this movie and just watching clips from the trailer and reading uh, the top ten quotes. I'm still confused. We have we have one more um, clip, and it is by far the most insane, uh, insane clip of the trailer. Oh, God. Let me cue it up. Did we hear that? Yeah. Um, Did we we hear who wants to play Shawshank? I did not. I I, I did. Um, Who is who is that joke for? (laughs) I. (laughs) It's for us. I I don't know, but I think this is a movie. um, Who do we think this movie is for? That's a great question. I it's, mean, other it's than DreamWorks, things. right? Yes. So, in like a Shrekified society, like <laughs> said with love, like a Shrekified society, like all kids' True. movies have to have like a little something for the parents. Of course. But usually, that shit doesn't make its way into the trailer. So, like, I don't, I don't know if they're using their best material in the trailer. Like, what is left? Well, what that is, is the draw for the, the dads. Who wants to play Shawshank? Yikes. What does playing Shawshank even mean? I mean, I don't know, but they're. they're I mean, I've seen Shawshank Redemption, not Boss Baby (laughs) 2. Where Um, are they jailed? I. I I, honestly, they're in a circle flinging um, toys when they say it. Okay. I was really worried about what was going to come after flinging. So it's like a Rugrats playpen kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna guess that. Boss, oh, I'm sorry, gonna guess that Act One is um a is a grown up is a grown man who is the boss baby who's all grown up takes a takes the elixir that turns him back into a baby and then Act Two is boss baby the original and girl boss baby get into hijinks and Act Three is 
the resolution of the hijinks and the the boss baby returning to adulthood. Are boss baby and girl boss baby do they fall in love or are they No, like- they are uncle and niece. No, they are father oh. and, and daughter. Oh god, okay. Well that's sorry I asked. <laughs> I, so, I think what Basil, what you're saying is completely correct to me. Like it's not right, but it's okay. I think. <laughs> Do we? I. No, go ahead, Danny. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I think it's a. Uh, I'm not even confident that Boss Baby has acts. I think like when Megan Fox did Ayahuasca and went to hell for eternity. I feel like. She saw Boss Baby, and it just spirals out into an unknowable, like, eldritch movie that never ends. So we think this is all a hallucination uh, by Megan Fox? Yeah, I think that's, we're that's actually Act 3. Right now, yeah. Yeah, she she wakes up, and she's dreamed all of Boss Baby, and she's in a no. snow globe. Boss Baby cannot be three hours long. Is Boss Baby really three hours long? Not a chance. Oh, no. Are you, are you no, lying? No. That is insane. No, okay. Where are you getting this? As long as the Irishman. What um, do we want to hear? What Boss Baby is about, or do we? Yes, wait, we do. Yeah, I think we have to at this point. Okay, I I hate to um, I hate to break it to you, but the the uh, synopsis kind of raises more questions than it answers. (laughs) Like any good mystery. So a new baby's arrival impacts the family. Told from the point of view of a delightfully unreliable narrator, a wildly imaginative seven-year-old named Tim, the most unusual boss baby, Alec Baldwin, arrives at Tim's home in a taxi wearing a suit and carrying a briefcase. The instant sibling rivalry must be put aside when Tim discovers that boss baby is actually a spy on a secret... Oh no, I think this is boss baby one. (laughs) Oh no. Okay, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Scratch that. The, temp- the Templeton brothers have become adults and drifted away from each other, but a new boss baby with a cutting-edge approach is about to bring them together again and inspire a new family business. That is boss baby, too. The new boss baby is going to lay off uh, 50% of the staff for Q3 earnings. <laughs> do we want to um, talk about the new gossip role, or do we want to play um, Pop Culture Shark Tank, which I also asked everyone to come ready with, Prompt Store, or uh, answers too. Pitches for folks. Oh, I have. I have. Shark Tank. Yeah. Okay. All right. Who wants to start? So, pop culture Shark Tank. I asked everyone to come prepared with a pop culture Shark Tank pitch. So this could be a news item, new relationship, celebrity endorsement, dream collab, TV show, whatever they want to exist in pop culture right now. So, I, I give you the floor, friends. Okay, I picked a musical one. So it is the 15-year anniversary this week of Lily Allen's masterpiece album, All Right Still, which was such a like foundational text for me in middle school and high school. But Lily Allen has, you know, fallen off, unfortunately, in the past like five or so years. And I like, I mean, she's like still like in the tabloids a lot. She actually married David Harbour, like the sheriff from Stranger Things, which is a very weird couple, but like they seem happy. Um, But I'm ready for her to make more music again. And I think the best case scenario for like a critically commercially relevant Lily Allen album in. 2021 is for her to link up with Charlie XCX and make a collaboration. Oh, shit. Wow. Charlie is, like, so good at resuscitating like, old, like, uh, like, blog artist career. Like, I remember, like, four years ago when she worked with Uffy, like, that was very cool, very momentous. Like, I think she could do that, do something with Lily Allen. I think they have really good, like, very, like, there's a lot of overlap in, like, aesthetics. Like, Lily's a really good lyricist. Like, I feel like the production should be cool. Um, I would love to see it. I would love to see it. I, I'm going to echo what's being said in the chat. It's genius. It's a genius idea. I think this pit- 
Go ahead. This pitch is so astute. I feel like it is basically a prediction. I was just going to say, I feel like you just predicted what is going to happen. <laughs> if all of us in this room manifest it, like we say a little prayer, hopefully it will happen. <laughs> I, it does seem plausible. Um, and like, I think, I mean, Char- like, I think everyone should try working with Charlie at least once. Like, I think it's just a good strategy for success and like artistic integrity or whatever. But um, she really yeah. empowers. I don't know that the like Lily Allen's first two albums though really hit. And if y'all haven't revisited those in a while, definitely do so. Cause they are truly incredible and very no, like no Christina Aguilera, but like very ahead of their time. So if this is shark tank, do we have like money or brownie points for, to throw around? I can um, stake in Spotify. <laughs> I, that's an incredible point. Do you have money? Do you have money? Yes, let's say yes. How much are you investing? I'll give one million dollars and an extra million if it incl- if this album, this collab album, includes a uh, updated version of Alfie, where it's like, damn, he was on Game of Thrones and, and he did pretty good. He's not a loser anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that updated version is co-produced by A.G. Cook. Who says no? And, and as a rap verse by Alfie. I, I wish I was more familiar with like the the tropes and the language of Shark Tank. The only one I really know is, and for that reason, I'm out. But I, I'm definitely, <laughs> but I'm I'm definitely so in. in. What's the thing they say when you're in? I'm all they in. They just start like fighting each other, like physically throwing punches and okay. um, offering more money than the other one. Yeah. Okay, then I, I'm offering two million. How's that? Wow. Oh, shit. I can't I can't match that. <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> Drew, I love your idea. I think it's genius. I think I will definitely be a customer, but I have not ever listened to that Lily Allen album, and for that reason, I am out. Oh. Oh my gosh. I, distinguished panel of judges. Um, I do respect all that. Um, obviously I will be going for $2 million because $2 <laughs> you can make a visual album with that kind of money. So, um, but, but listen, it, it's not about the money. It's about who you partner with as the sharks like to say. So, wow. Yeah. We I've both watch shark tank. I, I've also never listened to that album in full. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know what point I'm trying to make here. <laughs> that was an amazing start. Basil, Danny, do you have do you have your pictures? Yeah, I have one. Um, so mine, I, I have a pitch sharks uh, for a sort of reality show slash uh, battle royale contest, and the idea is a a Disney tween pop star battle royale. So we take people <laughs> oh like Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> You know, uh, Demi Lovato, and they all like all at age like eighteen when they were at peak Disney stardom. Justin mm. Timberlake, Britney Spears, you know, bringing the whole conversation together. Jonas Brothers, Selena Gomez, all these people that were like Disney or, or Miranda Cosgrove even qualifies like Nickelodeon sure. starlets. And uh, we either have them. There, there are two ways this could go. Either they do like a the voice style singing competition where it's just like tournament and to determine who the best tween pop starlet is or they fight to the death and whoever's the last one standing is just like the best one i'm very intrigued i'm also i'm I'm seeking 50 billion dollars for this idea for a 10 10 stake in the show that makes a lot of sense i i am I totally support the idea and I am going to, I'm going to advocate for the, the fighting, but I don't think they should fight the death. I think my, my problem with the fighting is that I feel like there is no way Demi Lovato doesn't win the fight. I feel like they are a Tasmanian (laughs) devil and I feel like there's just no way anyone would 
<laughs> would manage to well, test them in hand-to-hand combat. I really don't I, think that. It's I think what you're failing to consider is that the Jonas Brothers count as one entity. <laughs> so Demi, Demi Lovato is facing a 1v3 in this scenario. Yeah, but Kevin Jonas is a sitting duck. And Dead weight. He's, 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 he's <laughs> one hit and he's out. Yeah, exactly. So it's really just like those two dudes against Demi. And like still, I think that Demi has a fighting chance against them. They'll really kill everyone. I yeah, think. Demi I really exists. In, yeah, they were born to survive. Yeah. Um, that sounds like I a celebrate song. Them. That sounds like a Demi Lovato song. It I does sound like a Demi Lovato <laughs> song. <laughs> <laughs> that was that. All right. Well, I, I would I like to see a Jonas Brothers battle royale. Damn, I wonder who would win. Someone said, "Don't forget Frankie Jonas. He'd be waiting in the rafters with like a sniper rifle. Yeah, he to would take be out the winner the- and claim the prize." Damn. I love Frankie because he's just like an audio engineer now who posts comedy videos on TikTok. Like it's very wholesome. Oh, I, I hope Frankie he's doing watches. well. I think I hope he, so too. he seems happy. Is he handsome? Like Is he good looking? I feel like I feel like he can't be. No offense, you know. He looks like kind of just like a normal guy. Yeah, good like for him. Invited him to join the join the group if he was had star power. Ooh, well, does Ooh, I mean they, Kevin was in the group? Well, oh, no, he'll show he looks, them. He looks very young. Maybe I'm. He was born. Yeah, in I, I think he's in his. I think he just turned like twenty-one. He's pretty young still. Oh wow! Oh, he was in the Naked Brothers band. <gasps> yes. Oh, of course. <gasps> wow, they got, really I just jumped on the Jonas flash. Brothers like train, and 100%. Nickelodeon started the Naked Bat with. The Jonas Brothers. That was a pathetic time in pop culture history. <laughs> Isn't Naked Brothers <laughs> band? It's the guy from Hereditary's in it. Yeah, the, one that, of them. Like, no fucking way. Career. No way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alex yeah. Oh, the older brother. They're both. They're both working. I think it was Alex in Hereditary. But, the Wolf yeah, he has yeah. Brothers. Damn! Shout out to the Wolf parents for really um, making it happen for well, these two children. I really, I just, like, their nepotism, I guess, because the mom, their mom is, like, an 80s TV actress who was also in Naked Brothers Band and oh, was the creator, showrunner, head writer, and director. Oh, so, like, Drew is here with the, the real... How did you know that? <laughs> I'm on their Wikipedia right now. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> But we, but I don't just know if everyone in the chat seen this, but the mo- their mom, the Wolf Brothers' mom, is the mom from Shiva Baby. Oh my god. No way. So she's good. Yeah. Wait, what's wow. her name? Molly something? Her Polly Draper. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. I love the name Polly for a woman. The way yeah. it's not. Shiva Baby rules. Dawn. If people have not seen Shiva Baby, you gotta go see Shiva Baby. Shiva I had mixed was good. feelings about, about that movie, but... You did? I, I haven't seen it, I, but I will. I had mixed feelings. I don't want to slander... Um, as soon as I see it, we'll, we'll, I'll come on another episode and we can talk again. Yes. Perfect. Julia, it is very Potomac. Like, it did trigger a lot in me to watch the movie, but it is... Absolutely. It is worth it. Drew and I, for those listening, Drew and I are from the same town. We went to the same high school um, in Potomac, Maryland. Potomac of Real Housewives infamy. Wow. And, yeah, we're, we're deeply familiar with the Shiva Baby subject matter. That is pretty. I'm from the Virginia equivalent of, of that Maryland area, so I'm looking forward. Oh, my God, DMV in the chat. Yes. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to seeing myself represented for the first time ever. who has the last pitch okay i have the last pitch and i have been stuttering about it because i am not i'm there's no way for me to say this with it coming out eloquently but i'm gonna i'm i've stood up and i'm walking around my room right now because i'm like ready to really (laughs) to to nail it so um what's up sharks Yeah, yeah yeah uh what's up sharks i am here pitching um uh, sarcastic t-shirts with text on them coming back actually in an ironic way. Um, okay. I, 
so you can kind of see what I was talking about. Um, I have, obviously, we've all noticed that uh, wearing clothes from the late 90s and early 2000s has become really cool. Uh, baby dresses, uh, little little spaghetti strap dresses that are really short, Crocs are cool. Big dad sneakers have been cool for like three years at this point. Um, huge pants, I don't need to, to go. Chokers have been cool. Shit like that. It all, even like ugly fucking tank tops. I am waiting for t-shirts that say, I'm up and out of bed, what more do you want? To be cool. Uh, yes. <laughs> rich tech. <laughs> In like a splatter font, you know? I oh, am looking for yeah. t-shirts that say, um, oh my God, wait, what was another notorious one from our middle school days? Um, Namaste oh, at home. I'm fluent oh in sarcasm. God. Oh, don't talk <laughs> um, to me till I've had my morning coffee. No talk like before my coffee. Yes, precisely. Um, those are the sort of t-shirts that I really like. The sort of like old navy tee that yes, brother for sale shit is exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Um, we- and I think that those t-shirts are a little bit too like at this point. I'm being extremely vulnerable by talking about this because this is a real opinion <laughs> that I have. I think that t-shirts like that are too, it is too hard to tell if you are wearing it. If you like really know whether or not it's okay to be wearing it, you know? And so I think that that, that's why they haven't really blown up on Depop. But uh, that's why, and that's why I'm pitching it as a, you'd really be uh, pop culture sharks. You'd really be the first to invest in something that is, it is coming. The question is when. Okay, really, I'm all I, on board with I'm this. I'm all like, in. I really like the power yeah. I'm so making, in. I, I'm okay, everybody's on board. And for that reason, they are all out. <laughs> no! Well, listen, is that, no, see, these, these other sharks, is ironic, they may be on board. And... <laughs> go, no, go for it, Julia. Sorry, I talked over no, you. No, 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 no. Please, Danny. All I was going to say is that these other sharks, they say that they're in, but and I, but I see the genius. I see the branding opportunity. <laughs> I see these slogans, not just on T-shirts, but on coffee mugs, on beautiful, I mean, I mean, hideous uh, canvases hanging above the kitchen table in your in your aunt's living room, uh, in your aunt's kitchen. I, I see this as a franchising opportunity, and so I think you should go go with me over the other sharks for this one. It does really well, sound I, like Danny shares a vision with me. <laughs> as someone who is intimately familiar with the graphic tea uh, lifestyle, as someone who owned many. Uh, a shirt that I wore almost every day of middle school that said you rock in a speech bubble coming from a ruler and then you rule in a speech bubble coming from a rock. Okay. Uh, Delia's vibes. Shit. Love. Someone someone who had a shirt that said, I'm only here to, or no, no homework question mark. I'm only here to see my friends. Uh, and I wore that in elementary school. Damn it, she's good. I I don't know. I think I have the experience that these other sharks might lack. Yeah, it really does seem like Julia was in the trenches with this shit. I was in the trenches. I unfortunately was not in the trenches, so I don't know how much I can compare with my other panelists here, but um, I was the proud owner of not one, but two Vote for Pedro shirts, which... um, Oh, wow. Vote for Pedro shirts are chic. it's adjacent, you know. It's adjacent, but you could easily... That is that is chic. I would see... I can imagine seeing Vote for Pedro shirt on a fucking runway next season, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, you, you could do that. You could do, like, legalized gay pretty easily. I feel like there's, like, American apparel shirts from way back when. Legalized um, gay, additionally, I mean, I don't know if anybody else is a Stradio Lab fan, but that... that oh, yeah. Uh, um, that... that t-shirt has been a big topic and i think that legalized gay much like vote for pedro i think that those two are both are both like canonically chic at this point that is truly how i feel i i fully agree look i'm wearing i'm wearing a t-shirt that my mom bought for me that says mentally gone on it and that's all i'm gonna say that's mentally gone oh yeah okay cool mom i don't even i don't even know what's ironic there mentally gone (laughs) <laughs> then it's, it sounds, Julia, like you just sad, don't get this entrepreneur's idea. 
It is pretty. Yeah, I don't know what it actually. Now that you bring that up, I don't know what it says about how my mom thinks about me. Maybe, maybe I should huh. call. We have we have a guest shark on Jason. Jason, hello. Why don't you introduce yourself and um, uh, your pitch or your take on graphic tees, whatever, whatever you will. Uh, good afternoon, sharks. Um, I just want it's afternoon. Um, good afternoon, sharks. I just wanted to share that um, I had a couple graphic tees of my own that I was offering possible, you know, equity in the shirts themselves, or mm-hmm. maybe sort of an advisory role <laughs> on this venture as a whole. Um, my first shirt, if, if I may, um, it was kind of a chalkboard theme. There, like the font was in a chalk, like font and the, this is exactly black. the kind of shit that I am talking about. And it had these like fake equations and stuff. And it said, sign it's scientifically proven the world revolves around me. And I wore that yes. sixth grade. Yes. Oh God. That was like a yes. Friday shirt for me. It was, very yes. and I got, you know, I'm, I would love to bring that into the mix as part of my offer, uh, be willing to partner with another shark. Um, and there was one more that got um, a man at Knobles. Does anybody know Knobles, Central Pennsylvania gang? Anyone? Maybe not. But it's a very foresty kind of amusement park where everything's made of wood. Um, and with very mm. few teeth, told me that he loved it. It was um, a monkey <laughs> licking a battery, and it said, oh. don't lick batteries. Uh, wow, that's the whole. That was the whole shirt. So I'm willing to to contribute this um, these assets towards uh, you know whatever end goal we might um, decide on. But I, I'm open to hearing some offers. Thank you for your time, Jason. I think you might have. I think you might have cut out. Did the monkey licking a battery have any text? Yes, the monkey licking a, the battery just said, "Don't lick batteries," because he his hair was standing up. He was like kind of shocked. Oh my god. <laughs> But I, I got multiple compliments on it at Knobles Amusement Park. And um, so it definitely went right into the archive. You, you couldn't see me, but that entire pitch, I was nodding my head yes, furious. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Jason definitely understands this, like, I'm not going to say Uncanny Valley, but this certain this certain space on the spectrum of T-shirts of, like, these sort of, like, aggressively, like, masculine, immature graphic tees yes. that that are um that say so much about the wearer that i think is why they are sort of like um they are untrodden territory like of people who wear clothing like kind of ironically or like of like people who are like on board with trend how about uh i think we've all seen fuck you you fucking fuck that t-shirt do we all know that one we well, of course we all know that Street t-shirt, but that t-shirt does not fall in this area of the spectrum that I am talking about. Because, oh no. but that oh no. t-shirt was immortalized by um, that film known as "God Damn It," <laughs> the girl with the dragon tattoo. Do, sure, are are we like? Is that shirt to boardwalk culture, or are no? We, that shirt is we, that shirt is chic. Okay. Okay. Drew or Danny? I, I think it's boardwalk. I, like, I think I, it's kind of boardwalk. It, I think it's it's boardwalk, or it's just something you find at in a bin at like a consignment store. Lauren made a really interesting point that she thinks the brand of shirts that you're talking about are things you can find in a Kohl's. I agree yes. with that. You cannot find "fuck you, you fucking fuck" in a Coles. You just that can't. is correct, and that no, is that, why it, that is, it is a class right. conversation as well. It is a class conversation. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Basil, this is. I mean, you've given us a lot to think about. You've given us a lot to think about. I, <laughs> I regret bringing up the "fuck you, you fucking fuck" because I, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be thought of in a way that. Uh, I don't want you to think that I don't understand what you're going for. I do. I do know what you're going for. I do. And I know that you know it. We had to bring up the fact that you're fucking <laughs> shirt because it is, it is like the pinnacle of aggressive graphic tees. I mean, it, it, it wrote the book. It broke the mold. Yes. You, you, you used the word aggressive and I couldn't resist myself. Exactly. And I understand that. Thank uh, you, sharks. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, I think, I think we're all giving the rest of our money to Basil, and that, that is what makes yeah. the most sense here. I'm putting everything in behind Brother for Sale. 
on that note, I think I'm going to close out. Um, um, I'm being paid by Bob, uh, Baby Corp. <laughs> so, That's I'm going to need everyone to do a hashtag scream boss baby two in the chat, or they will come to my house and um, uh, take me away. The, and, the baby ninjas. Yes. Yeah. I, I just, I, I couldn't bear it. And uh, two, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thanks everyone in the room for for listening. It's been a, it's been a long app, but this was so much fun. Julia, I love your show. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, this, this is so awesome. fun. Yeah, thank you. this was a lot of fun. Thank you. Great so to meet you, Drew and Danny. Yeah, Do you yeah, guys have anything you want to like plug or uh, social media handles you want to drop? Sure, I can't do it in the chat because my chat doesn't work anymore, I guess. But um, my everything is at whatever. It's the word whatever, but the T is a G. Um, thank you, and I love you. Love you, Basil. Um, um, drop, drop those. Drop you guys got to drop it, or I will look like an sure. asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm above social media personally. <laughs> my my Twitter at is uh, Danny Cons. Just. B-A-N-N-Y-K-O-N-S and I tweet about dumb stuff. I tweeted about Boss Baby yesterday and how if I saw it in theaters, I would melt into a puddle. So <laughs> you have that to look forward to. Yeah, um, I just dropped my handles in the chat, but I'm at FKA Pigs with a Z on Twitter and at Drew Haskins with Z's on Instagram. And you can check out episodes of my podcast crisis twink every wednesday um there's a new one out today with one of my friends and it is very good so yeah check it out thank you guys so much thank you julia thank you julia bye guys bye bye